Medicare for all. Your bros can suck my balls. Fuck your reply, guys. Please don't fuck your reply, guys. Just listen to reply, guys. Hello and welcome back to Reply Guys. Oh. We're just the witch we're, is dead. We're, Ding dong, the witch is dead. Okay. Cuomo is is fucking done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, we're here with Katie Hopper. Hi. Um, and yeah, so we're recording at like eight o'clock on Tuesday night, and news is breaking right now. So it's possible that by the time this episode reaches your ears, there will have been additional developments. But uh, as it stands now, the Attorney General of New York has released uh, a report that says that Cuomo uh, has sexually harassed 11 women and retaliated against one of them, also uh, created an extremely hostile work environment. Uh, Biden has now said that Cuomo should leave office. The New York, uh, the Speaker of the New York State Assembly said that Cuomo should leave office. That was actually, um, that was a really big one. Carl Hasty is, uh, has a very close working relationship with, uh, with Andrew Cuomo. So that was pretty huge. And Bill de Blasio is just taking oh, uh, victory course. laps. I know. Bill de Blasio here. is just like swinging his, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's yeah. like, this is he disgusting. And I'm just like, oh, you know, he is, he is just, yeah. at the, yeah, he's at, he's at the Park Slope YMCA just, yeah. uh, taking he's victory cooking. laps. Yeah. He's probably he's probably already jerked off like four times. <laughs> like yeah. I feel I don't like De Blasio's politics, but I do feel like he had big deck energy until he let the fucking NYPD harass his own daughter inside <laughs> with them. That was not I to mean, be an edge lord, but that was cocked as shit. That was yeah. That was cuck behavior. Um, yeah, I was I was talking to a coworker about De Blasio today, and actually his his politics are not his like ideology is is not the problem with him. It's just the fact that he like honestly he we all probably agree with De Blasio more than we don't. He just doesn't. He's just a kind of a big oaf of a man who doesn't know, and he's so afraid of the NYPD, but. Yeah. I mean, that's I used to think that about him. I don't think that is it's kind of a structural thing, too, though, like behind closed doors. We probably agree with him. But once yeah. you become mayor, once you become part of a, an institution, you know, it's hard to maintain those feelings. I do think probably, you know, it's funny that his wife was a lesbian member of the Combahee River Collective, <laughs> um, which like for people who don't know, literally like that's where the term identity politics comes yeah. from. And it's very different from the way it's used today. Yeah, it's, it's none of the neoliberal anti-class yeah. consciousness shit that it has today. Um, yeah. They actually are, were a radical collective. Um, Audre Lorde was part of them. Uh, and yeah, so I think that there's but but, you know, you, can, you can't you can't stay that radical or not even radical. You can't. He's he's you should talk to my friend Ava Farkas, who I had on the show. I should just say you should talk to Ava Farkas, head of Met Council on Housing, because he's pretty bad on real estate stuff, which, again, yeah. maybe in his heart he he sees them as as craven uh bad guys but i, I think he gives he's in like, to them a lot yeah i mean you know there are a lot of structural things as you mentioned i i definitely kind of put him in the in uh pretty pretty neo-lib category but i respect 
that he's married to someone who's not like that. And I respect that she married him because, yeah. hey, I also love to hate fuck. <laughs> right. I don't know yeah. how much she's evolved it. herself, though, or devolved in this case. Yeah, she may have. I mean, he also, he endorsed Bernie. And, uh, he did endorse Bernie. So. And he was at that the Sanders cool. Institute. I saw him at the Sanders Institute, which is interesting. Um, um, yeah, he's. I do feel like the, the daughter, Kiara, hates them both. And what she about has, Dante? She, yeah, I don't know. Who's going to speak for Dante? I no, he, none of us can. None of us can. <laughs> just for the daughter. I yes. don't know. I just wouldn't you hate your dad? I mean, Julia has you know, Julia's dad is uh, pro pro cop to an extent because he is a former police officer. <laughs> right. But imagine if your dad sided with the police union over you, you would be so mad. Right. I think I think that my dad would. I think that you my do? I think my dad would absolutely side with the with. Any police union. Oh, he, you know, they've, my dad has been with the police as an institution longer than I've been alive. So I think that his ultimate loyalty yeah. is, is with them. Seniority. It's a big deal uh, for them. Yeah. You know, uh, they were there first. So. Wait, what is, I'm sorry. I'm eating a cucumber. I'm starving. <laughs> what is the, um, what's the thing that I missed with their daughter? Oh, the, the sergeant's benevolence union doxed her last summer. And he didn't, I don't know, Julia, do you remember the full story? I mean, like, he was just well, still on the side of the NYPD, but. Also, didn't she get, didn't she get arrested at a protest? Am yeah. I, am I making No, she did. Up? She got arrested. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But he just kind of, like, didn't do anything. He was still out there with the fucking curfews yeah. and stuff after right. that. You know, every now and then I get afraid that maybe he's afraid for his life, which I mean is not really an excuse, but I do sometimes I wonder. Do th- I do think that. I sincerely think that about yeah. him. I don't, but I also don't know how you become the uh, the chief executive of uh, the the city with like the large one of the largest police forces in the country, and I like I would be afraid for my life too. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we elected the tallest person we could. He find. is very tall. Like- yeah. <laughs> You know he's not. He's not. He was adopt. He his stepdad is Italian, so he's not Italian, which is interesting because we're going to bring up Italian stuff. But he he's German, I guess, uh, in stock. I mean, but his stepdad is De Blasio because it never really made sense that he doesn't. Not to generalize, but I never got an Italian vibe from him, and now we know why. I mean, we've known why for a while. In case anyone was ever curious, Uh, very tall. Also, probably would have been one of the tallest Italians. Wow. Yeah, but he's I not come Italian. from a family of Italians, which I'm putting out there right now before we yeah. do, do racism towards Italians. Right. What are you? What's your, uh, like, you're what? You're Italian and what else? My my dad's Italian. Um, I'm what happened to the Italian. last name? Well, so my dad's Was dad, it Willettino or something? No, it was we. So there's some French in oh, there, that's too. Oh, that's going to say, yeah. yeah. But my dad's part French and part Italian. Uh, and also my mom is part Irish. I don't know. It's it's a mix, but definitely the side of my dad's family. Don't say that mix. I grew up with. We don't say that word anymore. Oh, we don't? Mix. I was an mix? Irish. That's a, that's a slur for Irish people. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I mean, like, the, here's the thing when it comes to, well, like... Well, I am, I am the show's resident Irish yeah. person. We're just you got like, that. Um, that. That hurt, right? Yeah, like, this that's is... Stung. The, you know... Like, I love Mick. I love it. It would be we we try to make our show um, diverse, have on you know all kinds of guests, but you know because right. Julie and I we are two white women, but we are 
the trashiest kind of white woman. Right. So. I'm yeah. I'm literally from Boston, Massachusetts. Right. I you can't. Just, I'm an Irish woman from Boston, just, Massachusetts. You can't go lower. Your relatives were just punching each other in the fucking face. My relatives were probably kicked out of Ireland yeah. uh, for being too drunk and too violent. Well, okay. So I come from a family that I like get-togethers and stuff. Uh, relatives, aunts and uncles will full on kiss you on the lips. You know, they'll say uh-huh. if you look hot. I'm just saying there is. I'm well, not blaming this on his Italianness, look, but I'm just saying right. it's not helping. <laughs> and speaking of uh, short Italians with a proclivity for kissing on the mouth, uh, let's let's go to the man of the hour, Andrew Cuomo himself. More like Andrew Nomo. Okay, swish. I'm so sorry. I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) I'm quitting. That's that's fine. I don't like (laughs) Irish people. So, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Some of my best friends. Do you know what Irish um, uh, Alzheimer's is? No, what's that? It's when you can't remember who you're not talking to. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's very funny. Um, Yeah, so... It's what a news day it has been uh, for several reasons, but particularly as it relates to this story. Um, Andrew Cuomo, when this when Letitia James, who is the uh, the attorney general of New York, released this report, Andrew Cuomo responded with the most bizarre video I've ever seen and that's not even hyperbole. Like, just for a for a yeah. politician to release a video like this, um, which was essentially a supercut of him uh, kissing people on the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I streamed it today. I streamed it today, and it was like I, I showed it actually to Ava Farkas. Sorry, I keep talking about her uh, because she's this housing person, and I've had I've had some shows on eviction lately. And um, she's also a pizza bagel, by the way. But uh, I showed this to her because I wanted because, you know, these housing people are rightly taking advantage of this. That yeah. sounds more opportunistic. And, but, you know, they're doing the right thing. Um, and his abuse of power relates to both housing and his treatment of women. But when I when I got the, the montage ready to show her because we did a live stream and I want her to react to it. She was like, wait, he made this. Like, yeah. he put this out because it really should have been like oppo because it was him just inappropriately interacting with lots of other people. And essentially it was meant as like, no, this is just how I am. I'm, yeah, a, I roll. Yeah. I'm a vibrant Italian-American. Uh, and look, you know, I I don't I don't come from an Italian family myself, so I don't know how things are done. Right. But I think I mean, many of the Italians in my life. Uh, even called called foul on uh, on this one. That's oh yeah, no, I mean it's not it's not a thing that you know it's, it's not me it's not out there making us proud. I don't speak for all right. Italians, but I, you know it's not like it's like that. And then when someone you know does like mafia shit, we're like you know some right. of us are just over here eating spaghetti. You know, right. <laughs> uh, dude. He also like tweeted this. No, he didn't tweet this. This was in his response to the report. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Okay. So in his response uh, to the report, he also, um, his his defense 
included photos of Obama and Bush hugging hurricane victims in an 85-page defense, most of which is pictures. So I guess, yeah, I guess it's not even his response to the report, but... Yeah. Well, you know, he's a guy of imagery. Remember, he does all those things of, um, uh, you know, he, he has those posters of him, like, saving New York from uh, COVID. You've seen those, right? Yeah. So he really likes, uh, yeah, he really likes representing himself. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah, I mean. He's a, he's a, he's a pictures guy. <laughs> he is, big picture guy. He, I mean, he likes his PowerPoints, right? Well, yeah, but that's that's actually the same. That's so funny because that is not to bring up uh, Donald J. Trump, but that is the same as him. Like uh, Cuomo was supposed to be like the hero of uh, of the pandemic or whatever. And you, Trump also yes. needs pictures for everything he hated. Like he wouldn't read any yes. of the presidential daily briefing. He was like, it My had push. to be. Yeah, it had to be done on on the iPad and had to be mostly pictures and graphics. I mean, well, I think that's actually a really important point, because the thing that distinguished Cuomo from Trump is that Trump would suggest things like putting bleach in people's lungs. Mm -hmm. And because Cuomo didn't like he seems super pro science, yeah, exactly. but he wasn't even that he pro science. No. And we know that he's you know, this is a comedy podcast, so we obviously have to get into how he, uh, you know, killed senior citizens through uh, liability uh, laws that he snuck into the budget. Yeah. But um, that is like something that's actually infuriating. All it has all it takes is not sounding like a raging lunatic and you get to be exactly to come off as the, as the adult daddy. in the room. Yeah. yeah. Pandemic daddy, homosexuals. Um, yeah. No, and then he released a fucking book about it, about yeah. his own leadership I know. did the book so have words in it or was the book also oh pictures? it's just a picture book Unclear. it was I, don't, I mean look the book had words but obviously he did not i am not trying i'm not trying to <laughs> and he won an emmy yeah it's you know look I, it's yeah i don't italians can't read um this is <laughs> right? oh, i don't want to just yeah. be discriminatory just because italians can't read italians can't read and we all we all know this and um but you use your hands a lot too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To wave the books away. Exactly. Um, exactly to swat them away. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, and to put your fingers through the the pasta. Yeah, and it was. I really I want mean, pasta now. Oh man, that sounds so good. Like so many carbohydrates. I, I know. Man, I miss the fucking nineties when the food pyramid was like you have to eat pasta eleven times a day. Was, <laughs> was that a thing? Was that nineties or was that like an Italian thing? No, no that, that was, was the nineties. Like the nineties really? pyramid. Six to eleven servings. Of oh my god, that sounds amazing. That's, yeah, the bottom of the food pyramid, which was the largest part, was um like bread, potatoes, pasta. Potatoes. Potatoes are so. No offense, Julia, but potatoes are so uh, a waste of calories. What yeah. the fuck? That's, that's right? how I feel too. Maybe French like, fries. Maybe with ketchup. Yeah, French but... fries. Yes, yes. Like wow, I, I potatoes. That... Do not insult my people like this. No, but I thought. Oh, when you were saying what the fuck, I thought you were like agreeing with me, but you were like, what the fuck? That's offensive. <laughs> that's offensive to my culture. No, my, you guys my... look. Potatoes can be turned into good stuff. Like French fries, as as Kate was saying, and I even had some crispy. Uh, what were they? Are they were they fried potatoes? My friend made the other day. Those were really good. But in general, I don't need a baked potato. Like this is this is bigotry. It is. It is. Yeah. This is this is violence. I want. Here's what I want. I just want a French fry or pasta. I always want pasta. 
Okay. I just wanna, yeah. Sure. So you okay. Win. Well, over, yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we're at an impasse, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll never fight over carbs. So okay, here's my favorite. Like, so I I think because of the you know, just because of my my life being a comedian, I'm always apt to see you know parallels between like things that happen in comedy and things that happen in politics. I mean, it's a huge oversimplification, but. I was thinking about how both Cuomo and Joe Biden do have the fucking creepy feminist guy energy that like, okay, so. Oh, yeah. Cuomo, you know, I mean, he's always like kind of put himself out there as a feminist in 2014. He started the Women's Equality Party as a fake third party uh, to pull support from Zephyr Teachout and. Uh, yeah. He rode around in the bus called the Women's Equality Express. This was basically entirely Wee. funded by him. Yeah, and uh, I guess I've just never thought of him as a fe- like Joe Biden for sure is like a fake feminist. But, but yeah. no, I, I mean, never he- think of I never think of Cuomo as even I don't know maybe because I just think of him as such like a fucking nightmare. I mean, he time. is. He talks I, about having daughters. He talks oh, about having daughters. Yeah, um, but um, in oh, such a way where he in such a way where he's always like. Like talking about how much he hates his daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> right, it's really creepy. Yeah, actually. and he also he does do this thing. Remember, he's like, um, as a New York, as a New Yorker, I'm a Jew. As a New Yorker, I am a Muslim. As a New Yorker, I am Jewish. As a New Yorker, I am black. I am gay. I am disabled. I am a woman seeking to control her health and her choices. <laughs> Because as a New Yorker, we are one community. Uh, yeah, I am the guy flashing you on the train. I am an NYU student. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh my God, put honestly, I am coming that, into your hamburger. <laughs> it just never gets old. Like put put that clip in the Smithsonian. I know. Preserve it in amber. I love that clip so much. Me too. Yeah, I totally but then. Agree. So Joe Biden, and this is what often happens in comedy, there's one guy that does a fucking creepy thing. You know, of course, he's like, I did not do the creepy thing. I would never do the creepy thing. And then what happens? There's another guy who did a maybe even creepier thing that comes out publicly against him, which is what Mm -hmm. our boy Joe Biden is doing now. Right. And um, just huge white knight energy on this one. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like, both of these men should be, you know... Gone, canceled, not, yes. not a thing. But probably in prison. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna call for their imprisonment. I'm yeah. gonna I I'm gonna take it a step up from the uh impeachment. Yeah, I I mean yeah, it, so this that was uh the big news of the last few hours is that Joe Biden uh called for Cuomo to step down right. and that was kind of in a chorus of um, major Democratic lawmakers. Pelosi also, right? Pelosi and also um, Kirsten Gilbert and, Ch- and Chuck Schumer had called for had called for him to step down um, months ago um, when the right. re- re- when the initial report first came out and when the initial um, investigation was first happening after the eleven women went on the record accusing uh, the governor of harassment and intimidation. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really insane, by the way, that like we're still I mean, he should not have been. Like, 
I just, I can't, I don't understand how he's still here. I don't either, especially, and also, not, this is not even, it's not like it's just this. Again, as you uh, alluded to, Katie, um, (laughs) there were a large number of uh, deaths in nursing homes, New York State nursing homes, uh, that he misreported and intentionally, like, intentionally so, and that's an impeachable offense in and of yeah, itself. it will, and also, like, you know, he, I mean, he is responsible yeah. for the death of, of a ton of seniors. I don't know the exact number, but um, he, this is a thing that gets talked about in right-wing media all the time, and yeah. I think that because of that, when people talk about it, it, like, it sounds nuts yes, just because exactly. Ben Shapiro is always talking about it. And shit. No, but it's true. Like, yeah. we know this shit and we have to get over that. And like, you know, it was very dangerous because one of the things that Cuomo relied on and shout out to Ron Kim, Assemblyman Ron Kim and journalist David Sirota for exposing what Cuomo did. And it's kind of unbelievable that it didn't have a bigger make a bigger impact. But, you know, uh, DeRosa, one of his like secretary, not sec. I don't remember the position. It's a secretary of the deputy or something. Anyway, a deputy for him uh, said that they ha- they had to lower they had to cover up the numbers, the true numbers of deaths, because they didn't want Donald Trump to like retaliate against them, which is not a legal defense. You don't get to lie because of that. But that's mm-hmm. just an example of how they weaponize the like, you know, the right, the justified hatred of Trump, but in a way to actually justify doing something that killed seniors. And mm-hmm. and it's like a. You know, what happened basically was that he has a lot of donors uh, who were hospital and nursing home owners. And so he got written into the budget this exemption, this liability exemption. And liability is like the biggest um, deterrent of, of you know, the, the being able to be sued for liability is a major deterrent because obviously if you're afraid of being sued, you're going to try to take care of people better. And a lot of people in nursing homes who do die, die because of liability issues. Negligence. Sorry, I'm totally tired. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he wrote in it was a liability. Sh- it was a negligence liability shield. That's what he did. So he made people, he basically gave immunity for negligence. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And right. I'm I'm just pulling up the, the numbers here. This is, uh, this was reported by by BBC on February 16th. Um, It said more than 15,000 New Yorkers in care homes have died since the start of the pandemic, but until late last month, the state's health department had logged just over 8,500 fatalities. So basically, he was intentionally suppressing the number of deaths, intentionally misreporting the number of deaths in uh, nursing home facilities. And he's just a... He's just a... I mean, he's such a criminal in general, and I think part of the reason that he got away with so much for so long is, you know, he's such a, uh, he's so entrenched in, like, New York machine politics. I mean, we did a whole episode uh, about Andrew Cuomo, I think maybe in December or something, Um, but, like, you know, just the extent to which um, he like blocked all possible progressive legislation in New York through uh, cooperating with Republicans in very shady ways behind the scenes. 
I mean, no one has been, Katie alluded to this earlier, but um, I was um, involved in the Housing Justice for All Coalition, um, and no one has been a bigger opponent to um, tenants' rights than Andrew Cuomo at the, the state level in New York. You have, you know, he basically bluffed and said, uh, if if I get uh, like tenants tenants protections legislation on my desk, I will sign it. But he fought, he just fought tooth and nail. Um, and also, he again had a very close working relationship with Carl Hasty, who is himself kind of in the pocket state of in the pocket of big real estate money. Um, I thought you were saying Pakistan. In the Pakistan of uh, I you big said real Pakistan estate, money. and I was like, Wait, yeah. <laughs> what Look, is that? guys, talking is hard, and um, I, I mean, you t- tell me about it. Me with my like, uh, what was it? Negligence, liability. <laughs> yeah. I got to go to well, law it's, school. It's been a big day. I mean, you know, it is. I, I don't think that. I mean, but I wouldn't yes, be surprised. Cuomo, look, Cuomo's a criminal because he's Italian. Yeah, okay? I that's mean, it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, who knows what's going to have happened um, by the time this episode airs. But I, I would not be surprised if his uh, political career ends it's over. But I also soon. wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I mean, so this the state assembly is has uh, impeachment hearings that are, I think, taking place at the end of September. But I could see him potentially resigning before then although he probably won't i don't think he's going to i i like really he has such a defiant energy about this whole thing just a complete denial of the reality of the situation i mean situation. he's trump yeah he's just yeah he's, he's he is he's yeah. like he's slightly less butch trump but I don't even really know if that's <laughs> maybe more I don't even know if that's true that he's less butch. I mean, but it's I mean, he's not gonna come out and say, like, I grabbed him by the pussy or whatever, but I mean that's the energy here. Look, he know? is gonna come out and say bada bing, bada boom, yeah. and <laughs> I'm not resigning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um so I don't know. I mean he's definitely I think that he has lost the support of mainstream democrats i i, I mean on it and i i mean like the the rank and file not just like nancy pelosi yeah. and biden and stuff i remember i mean i remember how uh i just i'm never gonna forgive uh hillary clinton for a bunch of different things but for <laughs> endorsing him you know like against cynthia nixon oh um, yeah i mean anyone yeah i love yeah it's it's ridiculous uh he he's just awful Cynthia Nixon was actually good. I mean, Hillary Clinton also shout out to her for endorsing Chantal Brown. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Cynthia Nixon was riding the subway all the time. If Andrew Cuomo was riding the subway, I'd be very upset by that. I don't want to be in a couple of subway cars <laughs> right, with that yeah. man. That's, Me neither, yeah. That could get weird. Well, that's the thing. He's... Yeah, he... he. Well, he never will. He's in his... He's in his little... His little castle in Albany. Um, but... <laughs> <clears throat> hanging out with his daughter's yeah boyfriend. I, he's also um i mean he's also gonna potentially face multiple lawsuits um and he's under criminal investigation right now so who who knows what will come of that um i do i do think that this is that there is no coming back from this i think if he were a republican i hope 
there absolutely would be. He would have a, he would absolutely have a second life and he would just ride the, like, I was canceled. And, you know, maybe he, maybe he will become like a sympathetic figure on Fox News or something. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I just like, I don't see him. I don't see see him being being welcomed back into the Democratic Party. And I will say about Cuomo that he is a perfect example of everything. What's wrong that with is Italians? Wrong with Italians. Yeah. One, everything is that is wrong with New York politics. He is kind of like the incarnate version of all of like the corruption and greed and. Uh, you know, being Italian that uh, is so heavily involved in New York politics. <laughs> what is so some of the things that he's he's done? Um, trigger warning. No, we've never really. I don't think yeah, we've done we one should, of these yeah. on the show before. But let's go ahead and do it. Um, so he's a uh, he has grabbed uh, breasts. He has um, kissed women on the lips. I mean, against their like. Like they didn't want to be kissed on the lips. Right. Um, he's a uh, grabs butts. Um, he is accused of harassing a female straight state trooper in his protective detail. Um, he is, uh, yeah, touched another lady's shoulders and breasts. Um, he touched a woman who was taking a photograph with him in the area between her butt and her thigh, which is definitely something that's happened to me on the subway. Oh, fuck. A doctor and former yeah. state health department employee. Who was giving him a COVID test, Yeah, he was right? giving him a COVID test. Uh, and he, he was making creepy comments to her. Um, you know, just other, like, just other unwanted advances. And that was recent enough. Yeah. Lindsay that... Boylan, who we've had yes. on the show, came out oh, yeah. against him. Um, he had sexually harassed her. A and lot. then he, they like release information about her, right? Right. Yeah. They, they, uh, his camp released kind of retaliatory uh, information about her, saying that, you know, releasing emails that she had, she had like left uh, her position because she had, uh, you know, been, been accused of like yelling at staff and things like that. Um, and I guess that must have been triggering. That was upsetting for Cuomo because he felt intimidated by right. if that's true, right? He wanted that's his lane. That's no his, other yellers. He's the yeah. top yeller in chief of uh New York state politics. But yeah, I mean that's so that's the other piece of it is that it's not only the harassment, it's the retaliation uh thereafter if anyone. And also his um I think his top aide or someone in his inner circle um, received a harassment complaint and chose not to file it. And Mm -hmm. that is now under investigation as well, because that is also a prosecutable offense. Um, Oh yeah. A lot of creeps in this administration. Oh yeah. And so I am looking here. uh, This is from the New York times article. We'll post it in our, in our uh, show notes. But um, so I guess to the state trooper that he was harassing, um, she said she felt particularly uncomfortable when Mr. Cuomo once asked her why she wanted to get married saying it always ends in divorce you lose money and your sex drive goes down. So he's also a fucking hack road comic. Yeah, he's a road seriously. hack. <laughs> he also said something else really gross. Um, hold on. What was the other really gross thing? New York yes, Magazine I'm... had some good stuff in here. 
He's like, um, uh, he gets on stage and he's like, my wife's a bitch. Yeah. I, we take don't my fuck wife. anymore. No, really, take my wife. <laughs> take my wife, please. She thinks fucking and cooking are two cities in China. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't remember where that's from. I heard that's from a movie. Uh, but uh, asking her why, oh, this is disgusting. So this is, so apparently he said to the, the um, yeah, to the trooper, he said, to the state trooper, um, uh, asking her, Asking her to help him find a girlfriend, describing his criteria for a girlfriend as someone who can, who quote, can handle pain. Ew. Oh. Asking, and then asking her why she wanted to get married when marriage means your sex drive goes down. And asking her why she did not wear a dress. Um, yeah, she's was, a fucking state trooper. I know. I know. First of all, <laughs> also, that's like kind of funny, actually. And also, I just want to say, like, I mean, we've. I'm assuming that most of us have like driven by or seen a state trooper. I mean, like this is not a female state trooper is in New York is probably not like an arbiter of the like woke culture. Right. You have to say something really fucking gross to <laughs> like quote unquote yeah, like offend that, that a state trooper. A girl, right. That to have a girlfriend, she needs to. Be able to handle pain. That is so <laughs> disgusting. All cops are woke scolds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. C A W. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the stuff that like really free like it was so gross hearing all these women understandably say like they froze like a, I was reading some of yeah. the the report and there was like this person froze this other person froze and and he like cupped a woman's breast. Um, I don't know if you read this, but it was so like. It was so um, visceral. Like she said, um, this is an executive. So, I mean, he was like cupping my breast. He cut my breast. I have to tell you, it was at that moment, I was in such shock that I could just tell you that I just remember looking down, seeing his hand, seeing the top of my bra. And I remember it was like a little, even the cup, the kind of bra that I had to the point I could tell you doesn't really fit me properly. It was a little loose. I just remember exactly that, which is just like, that was so... There's such like a gross relatable detail yeah. of like, like how you can see you're just looking a woman like looking down and noticing like zoning at, in on that while someone's doing something. Yeah, it's almost like disgusting. an out of, out of body yeah. experience yeah. because you like can't believe that it's happening. Yeah. And you're just like watching it happen right. to you. Yeah. Uh, He's so disgusting. He's really disgusting. Um, I don't know. I mean, like. The entire, um, like all, basically like all the uh, Democratic Congress people from New York have signed a, a statement calling for him to resign. I don't know. I mean, I like impossible a to little, predict. A little but, too little, too late. But yeah, yeah, it's too little, too late for sure. But I mean, it's like I, I would be, I would be kind of surprised if he wants to subject himself to the humiliation of this impeachment trial. But maybe so. Right. I don't. But know. he loves pain. Yeah. He loves <laughs> yeah. Pain. You're, well, no, he loves dishing it. I don't know if he loves it. He wants other people to be he able to handle it. He doesn't seem like a sub to me, to be honest. Yeah, no, I feel like I, I, I have only, a radar yeah. for this. And he doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem like he's a sub. Yeah. Yeah. He also, um, the the other thing is that uh, in the video, it was really disgusting. He really tried to hide behind being Italian. And then he also really tried to hide behind having like, like, oh, these women in my office were being criticized. Like, I think it's a double standard. He was pretending that like the attacks on his office were some kind of when a woman's a, ambitious, she's a bitch. You know, when a man's ambitious, he's cool. It's like, dude, 
this is not about the women in your office. Like, I'm sure, yeah, there are systemic things. And the way that, like, these things work is that you're going to have women and men doing, like, asshole things um, when they're working in this culture. But don't, like, try to hide behind some woke, like, aren't double standards amazing? Do you ever notice that? Isn't that isn't that incredible? Yeah, he's uh, he's really kind of th- throwing anything at the wall and seeing yeah. what sticks right now. Because oh, okay. Here's desperate. A, here's a funny thing that he. I mean, it's it's funny in a really dark way, um, but uh, he, it okay. So, in a response to a state attorney general's report that concluded he sexually harassed women, Governor Cuomo vowed on Tuesday to create a new sexual harassment training for his right. office. But he did not address an but he did not address an allegation that he did not complete a similar program himself as required by state law, a statute he had signed and that one of his top advisors, Stephanie Benton, had taken the training on his behalf. He made a he made a woman like take the sexual harassment training for him. Basically, oh my like, God, really funny. like forged the permission That's slip so like he's a little elementary perfect. school boy. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, there was, I mean, following the past year, there was a, basically, uh, an office-wide policy that he would not be, he was, like, basically not allowed to be in one-on-one meetings with junior staff, a female junior staff members, uh... So for him, again, for him to act like so shocked by this and so defiant of facing any real consequences is bonkers. It is. I can't. I don't get it. Yeah. Remember when there was a committee to investigate corruption in New York state politics and he like he um, he's the one that like created the committee, but then they started investigating him and then he disbanded it. Right. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Thank God for, for timing. But yeah. also he um I kept thinking when he talks about the training, like I I I thought immediately of that that episode in the office where they do that diversity training. Um yeah. and Michael Scott like, you know, rates people like different ethnicities on people's back. He like commandeers <laughs> the diversity training. Uh and that's kind of what I thought of how Cuomo would do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so then Chris Cuomo, a.k.a. Fredo. Oh, that's another thing. um, So I guess Chris Cuomo was also involved in shaping the CNN response against his brother, which is, I mean, I can't imagine a bigger conflict of interest. Unethical. So disgusting. Uh, And oh, man, wasn't Chris Cuomo also like naked on TV? Oh, yeah, that's not his fault. His wife doesn't like yoga on Instagram or something. Okay, okay. All right. That one's not his fault. But still, but still, it's like that one's an accident. But I just don't want to know anything else about this family sex. I don't I don't like it. Yeah, not the same. Yeah, but yeah, no, but but still the Cuomo's are uh, they're not a good bunch. They're rotten. Yeah. And then he said his mom kisses him on the lips and it's like, yeah, OK, well, that's she's not governor. True. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also that's not the same thing. No. Also, if he's like sexually harassing his mom, then that's that's a whole other. Right. Level. Well, maybe uh, she was sexually harassing him, to be fair. 
And also, I just want to say that it's also not okay to sexually harass your family members. <laughs> yeah, hot take. Hot take from the fly guys. Come with me to my next family reunion, Julia, please. Oh, wow, that's Spread really the word. Right. Let people know. Everyone, yeah. everyone like starts yelling at me. Get this prude yeah, right. bitch out of here. Get this anti-Italian bitch out of here. No, I do like how Italian men will kiss, kiss each other on the cheek. Right. I love a kid. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. And when it's appropriate, yeah, I I like it too. I like a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. But I I that's just not no, a workplace. Not, not, yeah. No. 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 It's not, not a not workplace situation. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a lot of empathy for this defense of like, oh, this is like generational or whatever because or it's cultural. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, well, people aren't doing it anymore. I mean, like, there are things that were acceptable. You know, like, um, I'm trying to think about. You know, like, okay, when I was growing up in the 90s, people used to say gay all the time yeah. as a slur. And now that's, I mean, it wasn't cool then, but it's not acceptable yeah. and now. And people just. It wasn't cool then, and now it's extra cool. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would be like, <laughs> like, if Andrew Cuomo came up to me, I would be like, I am gay. I am gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I am gay. I'm right, gay. Yeah, true, gay, yeah. gay. In the coolest way. Yeah. yeah um, but uh no but i mean people have to make adjustments like it's it's fine norms change you know and like not um, society evolves yeah <laughs> yeah women boy. in the workforce baby <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah so this is just a really like disgusting story and andrew cuomo has been a disgusting person for a long time but it, it is Very I, on brand. i'd be yeah. lying to you if i said him. i didn't feel like a little bit of pleasure in seeing him. It finally like catch up with him. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, like the thing is, is like, I am a person that sometimes, I don't know, man, every once in a while, like, even if somebody is like being, you know, accused of something, like I will feel like the, just the whole situation will feel like sad. And I will obviously like feel a lot of Sorry. empathy for the victims, but I'll also feel like, Oh man, like that's sad that that's like, it's it's sad for this guy's family. Yeah, like, but I don't feel that here. Like to no, me, I'm yeah, just same. like fuck you, dude. You know, like totally. Yeah, I think the closest approximation of the the other political figure who I would feel similarly to uh, similarly about this is if something like this happened to like Rahm Emanuel. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Now now you're speaking my language because he's yeah. of course a member of the Jewish tribe. But yeah, right. Well, I can't, you know, I can't, I'm, again, I'm Irish. You're, I can't say anything yeah, about Jews here. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, okay. my, my distaste for Ram is purely political. Oh, yeah, so. don't worry. Don't, you can use me as a human shield. Too. You know what? Can I admit something really embarrassing? Before? You're attracted to Ram Emanuel. I, I'm not anymore, but. Um, How did I know? When I was in college, I was, yeah, when I was in college, I didn't. I didn't know a lot about politics, but I did. I did feel sexually attracted to Ronald Manuel and stuff. Yeah, I felt that way about Gavin Newsom. So a lot of that, people were attracted Gavin Newsom to Gavin is more Newsom. across the board attractive. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think I think Ram is like if you didn't if you don't know anything about him if if you if someone just showed you a picture of him and you didn't know anything about him I think I think he just like says he swears a lot. He's got those bulging he's really, eyes. He's angry. He's just like you know. If, if he's a ballet dancer you know he studied ballet i do yeah we did we did a drag his ass yeah. uh, okay i like um, that part of him yeah, yeah that i like yeah didn't he also <clears throat> cut off his finger in an arby's once i think so 
did not know that. I know he put a fish head on on an en- political enemy's doorstep. Oh my I god! Do, which, I do know about that. Which is that. cultural appropriation for you guys, uh, uh, Kate. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was um, like, that's some mafia shit. No, oh, hold on. I have to find the. Okay. No, this I, is even if even if it didn't yeah, happen, no, I do okay. I do want to start that rumor here. I do want to start that rumor. He, on no, reply, Rob guys. Emanuel cut off. Part of his middle finger working at Arby's in high school, and then it had to. Then he went swimming in Lake Michigan. Mistake number two. And oh yeah, wait, yeah. I remember wait, this. And then this story from the episode that we did. Yeah. yeah, and then his finger had to be partially amputated due to the severity of the infection. You know, like he went swimming to heal it, or like he no, didn't he take went, it. Ser- he just went swimming, and I guess you know, like just wasn't really. And then flesh-eating bacteria, which is weird because I think his family, I mean, his brother became a doctor. I think that his family, was his dad a doctor? You'd think that they were real over His brothers, I thought his brother was an agent or maybe his Yeah, he has three. They're three. They're oh, okay. three total, yeah. Oh, yeah, but now, I mean, look, I've come around. I wouldn't fuck any of these people. Not for the that, world. I mean, that I feel like is a, I feel like that's as much about self uh, respect as it is about politics. But see, yeah. the thing, I don't really have a lot of self-respect Oh, so, so for you're me saying to draw we have a line to isolate really means yeah. something. That, that's yeah. actually really true. Yeah. <laughs> Kate will fuck people who, you know, barely have a semblance of a bedroom. Yeah, I so. mean, I was about hey, to go. We don't, I mean, we don't want to be classist. No, I like, that's that's the least of it, right? But I was about to go on Twitter today and, like, be like, ha ha, I can't believe all of you guys wanted to fuck Andrew Cuomo. And then I didn't because I was like, uh, what am I opening myself up to? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah. you, you don't want people to pull out the uh, the um, Rahm Emanuel. I, sure. I, I have some greatest hits for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 I should. Yeah, I shouldn't say guys who don't have a bedroom. I, I should say guys who don't shower very often. Yeah, which is not class. That's really just a no. That's, that's not. That's not a class. choice. That's a choice. I mean, oh, usually it's a choice. Let's yeah. For In these this guys, case, it's a choice. Yeah, it, it was a choice. Yeah. Anyways, right. enough about my body, uh, my choice. <laughs> enough about Kate's enough uh, about male bodily s- autonomy. <laughs> yeah, Back sorted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After hours. Yeah. Yeah. So should uh, should we move on to yeah? Let's to talk evictions? about so let's talk about we did get another piece of uh, better news yeah. today, really. Yeah. Um, we're and- gonna end on a, a a a better note, which is weird for our podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, the second story, big story of the day, is uh, that the the eviction, the federal eviction moratorium, has been extended to October third. Um, after the Biden administration faced pretty considerable pressure. Uh, from particularly members of the House, but also the Senate. There were a lot of senators also calling for Biden to extend the moratorium. Uh, Congresswoman Cori Bush from Missouri um, basically camped out on... Been the- on the show, by the way. Been oh, on that's the amazing. Show. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's how she got elected. Very indirect. Yeah, yeah well, she had already been elected, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> it gave her the confidence to do this. Yeah. yeah. So she stayed out and like slept outside. And she's formerly ha- unhoused herself. Right. Yes. She's lived in her car with. Yeah. And she's I mean, she has just like deep activist uh, bona fides. And um, yeah, she's already kind of proven herself to be a really transformative member of the Democratic caucus um, in the House. 
basically, she slept on the uh, the steps of the Capitol for five days, um, just because technically, I think Congress is on uh, vacation right, right now. They all left. They, they all left. left, and so the people who came back uh, were yeah, uh, Congresswoman uh, Cory Bush. Uh, Mondaire Jones, who we've had on the show, um, AOC, um, and I, I have Mondaire too, and AOC. Okay, oh, well, damn. Fine. Okay, Katie, all right. we understand. Right, Katie, wow, wow. I'm, it's not our fault that people discriminate against Italians. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> no one wants to come on this show. <laughs> we'll kiss them on the mouth. That makes it weird. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it really shows the extent to which i i don't you know not to oversimplify but pressure works uh and you know um one of biden's top aides had said that they quote unquote quadruple checked and that this was not um something that joe biden had the power exactly. to do exactly and um, because there is some, like, I guess some Supreme Court precedent, um, yeah. that has to deal with this. But now, basically, he went ahead and did it anyways. Uh, and he said, you know, this is probably going to get tied up in court. Um, but that's what he should have done from the beginning. Well, yeah, he, we let, actually, he let it lapse. Right. We talked about this in, uh, on my episode that's now, you can find it. Not, I don't, I'm not like tooting my own, even though I bragged about my guests, but I don't usually toot my own katie's only only coming on here to plug her podcast but but the latest episode was really uh i have to put up the second part but the first part of it and the whole thing is on live on youtube but it was it was two panels and the first panel was like a wonkier one and um you know one of the 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 points was that you know biden everyone kind of accepted it uh took it for granted that biden was telling the truth when he said he couldn't do this, it looks like it goes back to the parliamentarian thing. Like they're yeah. going to always pretend that they can't do something until they are forced to do it. And then they somehow make it happen. And, you know, that thing was like Kavanaugh said that he would he would, you know, vote against it or rule against it. But that's not like an excuse to not try it. And we don't know what the entire court would have decided. So they definitely hid behind that. And in fact, one of the only people who pointed that out, I had him on my show, was Paul Williams, who has a great tweet about that. Um, saying that Biden should have just called that, per, you know, Kavanaugh's bluff. And I just retweeted something else. If I can just read this. Yeah. No, no self-promotion here. <laughs> Except from follow me on Twitter at KT Helps, letter K, letter C, H-L-P-S. But I'll, I'll promote Ben Spielberg, who everyone should be following um, on Twitter and his work in general. I mean, this is basically what you said, Julia, but the White House said they couldn't take action on the eviction moratorium. It wasn't true. And Cori Bush proved that by refusing to back down. Cori Bush showed what social justice advocates need to do more often when people in power say they can't do something good, which is true. And you, of course, there are these leftists, my fellow leftists, some of whom are like, oh, it was political theater. Which oh, like, fuck yeah, off. Political that, those, theater yeah. is what we were calling for, by the way, when we were pushing force to vote. Like, to be clear, I I'm someone who is forced to vote. And obviously, like political theater is good. You know what I mean? And I'm not someone I don't hate all people who are not forced to vote. Honey, like people probably know all theater but, is good. All but theater. Yeah, all theater is good. But you know what I mean? This is it's such a disingenuous <laughs> argument. It's like just I mean, you can yeah. make the argument that it's good in some cases, not good in others. But people yeah. are just trotting. And who cares? This is all online stuff. It's not the real world, although sometimes it kind of is. Certain things are the real world. But 
And I do think we need to look at people's frustration and not just shame them like yeah. I just did. Um, and we want to bring people in. But the thing is, like, no matter what you think of Cori Bush's, I'm going to be like, I guess, extending an olive branch to the the haters, the Cori Bush haters. And it's like, well, you know what? At the very least, this is a very useful thing because it shows. And I'm, I love I really respect her. So I'm just I'm just trying to show people like no matter how skeptical you are or cynical, like this is a politically important moment. If for no other reason than to expose how dishonest the Dems are. Yeah. Oh, man. OK, so. From a few days ago, um, on uh, July 30th, um, Nancy Pelosi was quoted as saying about the eviction moratorium the day before Congress adjourns for vacation for six weeks. Really, we only learned about this yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then she also said that Democrats had been uh, pushing for it relentlessly, which I guess, you know, for a few hour period or whatever, but... I mean, that's a big thing to learn about yesterday, you know? I, I really don't have any patience for people who are coming after Cori Bush just because of her own skin in the game here um, as a formerly unhoused person herself. Uh, I guarantee you that the people who are saying that she's engaging in like political theater and kind of making the most bad faith interpretation of her actions, uh, have never struggled as much as she has. Um, but I mean, I think the, the one thing that could be said is why so late, but that's besides that. I mean, I think that, I mean, cause, cause the clock ran out because the like, Right. Right. Why didn't they plan it earlier? But I think you're right. I do think, honestly, that there is like a little bit of a danger in in what I agree with you, Julia, that I think a lot of the loudest voices are out of touch. I guess I think there's a danger sometimes in that argument. And I'm someone who makes that argument. So this isn't a criticism of you. This is like a like there. You can often find someone who has it like worse than someone. And do you know what I mean? I'm not. Well, I, I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm. I'm not saying that we we should inherently believe her. Uh, believe in her sincerity just because of her right. her personal struggle. But I do. I have seen the attacks on uh, on Twitter from uh, that particular group of people, and I yeah. do find them to be like pretty baseless and i i'm genuinely confused as to like right but besides I, I don't know like this is someone who who kind of stuck her neck out and got something done that's gonna re that's gonna save people's lives ostensibly yeah. and people are shitting on it and i don't right. there there are a couple things that i want to note here which is that um this ev eviction moratorium is they think it will cover like 90% of renters. So it's not everybody. Mm -hmm. um, it's till October 3rd. I think that the details of what areas it's going to cover are still being hashed out um, right now as we're, as we're speaking. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. Um, you know, also, you know, New York is uh, doing some back rent forgiveness. But like in LA, for example, mm. um, people have to pay back all the rent. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is like by state by state um or city by yeah. city or whatever probably in most cases um but you know like 
I was just looking into it in, in Los Angeles this morning, happened to be and like people are responsible for paying back the full amount and the yeah. the, the forgiveness that they That's get true. is, you know, to get like a a year to do it. But like you guys, sorry, I think it may I think Nina Turner may lose. Fuck. Oh no. Uh, I figured. Uh, well, you know, pretty rare that we get two good things in a row. Um, so, um, that's well. That's I so wanted shitty. to end on a high note. Yeah. Fuck. I'm sorry. You should just cut that out. Yeah. No, we're gonna leave it in. But um, um, what else is a high note? I, there was a cute cat who ran on the field at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Oh, can I? Okay. Can I? Can I? <laughs> I'll, I'll end us on a weird note, not a high note. Okay. Um, so I found, I think, the most upsetting thing that I've ever seen on the internet today. Um, that's not, it's not political. Um, but someone wrote into Dan Savage's advice column and, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he's canceled and all this. But this letter, crazy. Okay. Subject. My boyfriend fucked my parents. I am a 24. Stop it. No, this is real. I am a 24 year old gay man in an LTR with a 31 year old bi man. I've known since we got together. What's LTR? What's long term relationship. relationship? Yeah, I've known since we got together that he's a lot more sexually experienced than I am, both in number of partners and in stuff he's tried, but it's never been a big deal before now. This weekend, he met my parents for what we thought would be the first time, but it turns out. <laughs> That 10 years ago, during his big buy slut phase, his words, they had a threesome. I recognize that no one did anything wrong here. They were three <laughs> consenting adults. And it's not like anyone could have known that he would get together in the future. That he, it's not like anyone could have known that he and I would get together in the future. But also, my boyfriend fucked my parents. <laughs> I'm mortified. He's mortified. I may never be able to look at my parents, but I assume that they're mortified. Please help us find a way to move past this. Sign. You can't. I knew he was into blondes, and that is that guy Are has got to be our, blonde. I guess so, yeah. But that guy's got to be our reply guy of the week. And so I'm just for myself. Oh my I'm like, God. you know, when I get down on myself, I'm like, well, I've never How fucked anyone who this? fucked my this parents. True. I've never fucked Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> I haven't been Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, I haven't no. been attracted to Rom since 2012, maybe. You know, so. um it was a dark time. Yeah. I, that that made me think of, of one of my, my favorite headlines that I've ever seen. It was a men's health headline. And uh, and it was it was a similar advice column thing. And it was like, help, I'm polyamorous, but all my partners hate me. <laughs> the, the classic one is the yeah. guy who subs unionized. <laughs> yeah. oh wow that's good yeah no he was a, he was a dom and he had like several subs and his subs formed a union to demand better conditions and that's the power of a union yeah exactly <laughs> this country needs a real labor movement so that's right yeah um wow all right so katie where can our listeners find you uh the katie helper show on youtube on uh on podcasts you know itunes soundcloud uh but the YouTube is what I'm focusing on mostly, the live stream. Um, what else? Um, uh, Twitter, Kate, letter K, letter T, H-L-P-S. I think that's what I am on Instagram, too. Well, this has been so much fun. Follow Katie. Um, yeah, thank she's you. She's awesome. 
Julia. Also, throw throw us a review on uh, yeah on Apple Podcasts. We've uh, we haven't that. haven't gotten some. Yeah, in, it's been a long a time since you've commented on our vocal fried. Yeah, yeah. So, and we miss too. you. We really tell us, tell us, we miss you. Tell us about our vocal fry. People uh, comment on my voice all the time. It's kind of funny. Um, some people love it. Some people hate it. Julie and I are going to be doing some extra podcasting this week. I'm not going to tell you why. Ooh, but watch fun. out for it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye Thank you so much for listening to Reply Guys. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash reply guys, where we have a catalog of over 25 bonus interviews with renowned writers, journalists, and comedians with an additional episode uploaded each week. The show is hosted by Kate Willett and me, Julia Clare. Our producer is Genevieve Garrity. Our theme song was performed by Emily Fremgen, who wrote the song with Kate Willett. Our artwork is by Adrian Lobel. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're at Kate Willett with two L's and two T's. And I'm at OJuliaTweets, OHJuliaTweets. And Twitter is where you can, of course, also find our reply guys. They are always with us. Bernie, take us out. Walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. This land is mine.